This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. 2023 Career Fair tomorrow from noon to 2.30. The event is open to all Millican students and alumni. More than 50 Central Illinois employers will be on hand, including ADM, the Decatur Police Department, HSHS, Memorial Health, and several state government departments. Jobs and internships are available. The fair will be in the third floor banquet room of the University Commons. The Devon and Mammoth Incorporated have announced Little Feet with special guest leftover salmon will be coming to the Devon on July 16th. Little Feet is known for a variety of music styles, including California rock, funk, folk, jazz, country, and more. The show is not part of the season ticket package. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 at devonamphitheater.com. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. The president wraps up his Eastern European trip. I'm Rich Denison, Fox News. President Biden met with leaders from NATO allies today in Warsaw, Poland. The message was straightforward. NATO will defend its members against any attack from Russia. Friday marks the one-year anniversary of the start of the war. In anticipation of heavy shelling by Russia, Ukrainian education officials have advised schools to work remotely for the rest of the week to avoid casualties. Since the war began, more than 400 Ukrainian schools have been destroyed beyond repair from Russian rocket fire. Fox's Steve Harrigan is in Kyiv, Ukraine. Fox News has confirmed Russia attempted a test launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile during President's trip, President Biden's trip to Eastern Europe. Military officials say that test failed. In one of his first big public events since announcing another run for the White House, former President Trump visited East Palestine, Ohio today, criticizing the Biden administration's response to the derailment and release of toxic chemicals there. What this community needs now are not excuses and... Uh... All of the other things you've been hearing, but answers and results, and that's what I think you're going to say. The Biden Biden administration says the EPA, Department of Transportation, and FEMA are all on the ground in East Palestine following the derailment. Nearly 60 million Americans are under winter weather alerts from the latest storm systems across the country from Montana to Maine. Fox Weather's Max Gordon is in Minneapolis. Storm totals are now less than previously predicted, but the National Weather Service is still looking ahead to 11 to 16 additional inches of snow here in the Twin Cities. Blizzard and storm warnings remain in effect, and people here are still being told to hunker down and avoid travel. That massive storm expected to continue to impact a large portion of the country through tomorrow. The northern plains and upper Midwest can expect mostly snow. Significant icing could also lead to major problems from Iowa to New York State. America is listening to Fox News. You've heard me discuss how my everyday aches and pains were affecting my daily life before I started taking Relief Factor. You've also heard me talk to you about how my friends and family have found relief from their aches and pains with Relief Factor. Well, let me tell you about Gary from California. Gary says, I cannot thank you enough. I am 62 years old and have just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better and will recommend Relief Factor to all my baby boomer friends. Well, thanks for writing, Gary. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor. Some cities are considering using leftover COVID-19 relief money for reparation programs for its black residents. Our researchers found that at least 10 cities, counties, and states have recently considered some sort of reparations programs. Of those 10, at least two of them are proposing using federal taxpayer dollars from the American Rescue Plan to fund them. Providence, Rhode Island, and Shelby County, Tennessee, which includes Memphis. A commissioner co-sponsoring the proposal in Shelby 
Shelby County that's up for a vote today wants to use $5 million in pandemic relief money to study the possibility of a longer-term reparations program. Fox's Grady Trimble. The Philippines is looking to form closer ties with the U.S. In a new move of shifting relationships, the Philippines has put in place its most broadened foreign policy approach in about 10 years. Tensions only continue to escalate with nearby China and its growing relationship with Russia. The new move also signals an aim for the country to restore its alliance with the United States. President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. took office this summer, and now his major change will likely drive a wedge between the Philippines and China while strengthening the relationship with the U.S. This news also comes just weeks after the United States announced it would expand its presence in Southeast Asia, and that includes gaining access to more military bases in the Philippines. In London, Alex Hogan, Fox News. Amazon has closed its $3.9 billion acquisition of the primary care organization One Medical. The health company runs a membership-based service offering virtual care as well as in-person visits. The two companies said membership to the service will be available to new U.S. customers for $144, which is a 28% discount for the first year. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. Breaking news. Tax refund shock is everywhere, but what is it? My tax refund shrank. Mine too. The culprit, pandemic-related stimulus payments and tax credits expiring. In this reporter's opinion, you need a tax expert. Hey guys, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund. And tax prep is 50% off? Going there now. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. It's been a wet and stormy Wednesday, but drier weather's coming. Tonight, scattered showers and storms coming to an end with a gradual clearing overnight with lows dropping to around 50. For Thursday, mostly sunny with gusty northwesterly winds and turning colder. Highs will be near 54 very early in the morning and then steadily fall off through the day, dropping into the 30s by dinner time. And for Friday, a mix of sun and clouds and much cooler with highs only around 35. With your Storm Team 20 forecast, I'm Chief Rogers Cheryl Lemke. The following program has been pre-recorded. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey, 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 hey. Trying to rain, trying to rain on. Welcome. Welcome to The Morris Code. I'm your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this life's journey is Dr. JK, but he is MIA a little bit today. So typically what happens is, is when um, anything is uh, off, off, off center for me, I, I do a lot of ums and <laughs> and ahs and ohs. And so the last show, I think Dom um, was not in the studio. And I got text Dom because they were like, why are you doing so many ums and so many ahs? And I had to step back and think about, I don't know. But what I recognize is, is that for almost a year, it's been us three. And it's us three every single time in the studio. And when that shifts or when it adjusts, then I'm a little off center. So I might be a little off center tonight because JK isn't with me, but Dom is is rocking and I'm rolling. How you doing? I'm doing good. I mean, I say ums whether I'm on center, off center, side center, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to say and I've been doing this for now 10 years or almost 10 years. So whenever somebody tells me, like my family or friends are like, you said um a lot. I'm like, could you do any better? (laughs) I mean, it takes time. It takes practice. And some people never get it. And then some people are are naturals with it. And then, uh, you know, practice makes perfect, though. I I think we're getting there. Yeah, slowly but surely. I think that one of the things um, for me that this and you and I have talked about it quite a bit along the journey because it will be a year I think in April 
in that it is such a vulnerable space and a vulnerable um, experience to be on the radio and to share just my own thoughts and opinions. And I think the most important thing to that is that the intro talks about authenticity and balance and a little moxie, right? And so that openness and authenticness in a space where I have never existed before, it has been a vulnerable um, journey over the past year. Oh, I bet. I mean, it takes a lot to to share yourself with with anyone, but especially with, you know, the community and, you know, letting people in is is tough. But I think you've you've done a really good job with it. I mean, my family never wants to hear what I have to say. (laughs) And you have a whole radio show and you're just you're killing it. People want to hear what you have to say. And uh, every every Wednesday, people are tuning in because they know they're going to get some wisdom or, or maybe it's just something's just going to brighten their day. Just hearing some, some laughter, some, laughter, so, some yeah. laughter. So yeah, I, I think you've done an amazing job. I don't think people realize that we, we literally figure it out every week. <laughs> like, we just, we just wing it. We wing it every single week. Excuse me. <clears throat> so this past weekend, Don was with me, JK was with me, and we were at um, the opening of uh, Andrea Taylor's nursing school. So that was super duper exciting. Super duper exciting. I'm super proud of her. We have been on this entrepreneurship journey for the past five or six years. And in the last 12 to 18 months, one of the things that JK and I have done is really start to lean in to what does it look like, feel like, and should be like in order to become and continue to become an entrepreneur. For me, it is what I've realized is along the way is that it is a lifestyle and it's how you live. And so I am my own brand. I am my own marketing entity. The things that I do are only those things that um, who I am, what I believe in, what I do, they all have to be in alignment. And so we are heavy in this entrepreneurship space in terms of business development and helping others to develop their own businesses and and ventures. So congratulations to Andrea Taylor on a successful uh, open house last week in her CNA school. And I believe her first class will start March 27th. So we're super excited for her. Um, we are, JK and I, through J. Morris Enterprises, is offering our um, first entrepreneurship class that will be quite a bit different from the classes that we've done in the past. And so if you're interested in going through our class, you can register on event Eventbrite. Just look up JME, the letters JME at uh, Eventbrite. And this is in collaboration with First Mid. So we are thankful that they have sponsored our first class. And then we will also be announcing a new collaboration that I think will be uh, super impactful in the coming weeks. So check that out. Um, I'm also starting to work through our company for Ed Services. Uh, to start to offer some workshops. And initially, the workshops will be for women only. And they will be quarterly held here in town, Indicator. Um, And the first one, we will talk about exploring the role of a servant leader as a business owner. Because as women, I think that because we are of service, and probably for men too, but definitely in working with women in business development, what I find is, is that we... Um, not always diminish the work that we do, but we have a tendency to give it away because we are a service. And that is not what we're called to do. So yes, we are called to be of service, but from a business and entrepreneurship perspective, we, it then becomes a hobby if we don't charge or if we don't acknowledge the value that we are bringing to the table. And so there will be a series of workshops for women in general and for some that will be specific to women business owners. But that first one, we will talk about exploring the role of the servant leader as it relates to being a business owner. Yes, they can coexist, but they are um, two separate intents if I am running a business. Cornell West said, you can't lead the people if you don't love the people and you can't save the people if you don't serve the people. And so, yes, we are of service, but our business cannot be a gift and we can't give everything away. So we have to figure out how to recognize and honor who we are in the work that we're doing and be fully present in that work. Um, today, we're going to talk a lot about education 
And in the studios with me right now is Carrie Hogue and Sarah Smith from Regional Office of Education. So, um, Carrie Hogue and Sarah Smith, we're trying to straighten up our faces because we were cracking up a second ago, are in the studio from Regional Office of Education. And we want to talk real uh, briefly about courage and resilience in education and the professional development session that is being held on Friday, March 3rd, 830 to 3. Say hello and then introduce yourselves, please. Hello, I'm Sarah <laughs> Smith. Hello, I know my name. Sorry, can you take that and out? And then I felt bad. I'm like, say hello. Oh, Hi. see there? Okay, all right then. You fixed that, right? <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Didn't know we needed to practice that part. Yeah. I know my name. Just our name. Hi, I'm Sarah Smith, and uh, I work for the regional office. I am an instructional coach and a professional development provider and a teacher. And I am Carrie Hogue, also at the Regional Office of Education. Um, started out as a teacher as well, uh, then instructional coach, elementary principal, and now at the regional office. I was in the classroom. Tell us about that. Ah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Switching roles now. Tell yeah. us more. Yeah. I was in the classroom in Danville, and then I worked actually in East St. Louis, uh, District 189, as a testing and assessment administrator. I did, and uh, did you find joy in that position? I did. Okay, cool. my, you know what? My undergrad degree is in math and stats, and then so that Girl. master's and PhD has a lot to do with research methods and statistics. Okay, so okay, and when I left there, I went to Township High School District Two Fourteen as a testing and assessment administrator for six or seven high schools. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I was kind of put out, but it's fine. Like I, I digressed. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, we're good." <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Talk to us about the um, the professional development session that's scheduled on the third March. Yeah, so we are designing a day of um, enjoyment for teachers, yes. and our goal is to. Um, help with reflection, personal reflection, and uh, connecting to the classroom. But just some things in um, how we become more resilient, how yeah. we um, kind of work through the tough times and find the joy in daily um, fun of it all. And uh, just a day to collaborate and work with fellow colleagues who are working with kids and yeah it'll be a great day we'll have lunch that day we were gonna we're having some local uh, small businesses come in and set up so there's kind of a shopping opportunity you're welcome to eat and visit with the people you're sitting with or other people but also do a little bit of shopping from our local businesses and then we have a special guest speaker in the afternoon as well as a painting activity in the afternoon so this is this normal I mean, in terms of professional development, is it? No. No. <laughs> no. It is not. <laughs> no. I think there are some things like we've wanted to do a painting thing. Oh, yeah. um, at, at the regional office, we do think a lot about just how do we help teachers just also relax? Yep. Mm-hmm. We've done some days downtown or evenings where teachers right. can come and shop. We've gone to the perfect pair. We've done all that type of stuff. So I think this workshop when we were putting it together, just trying to think what would be fun and what would cause laughter, because we know yeah. that laughter is so good for us mm-hmm. and our longevity and things like that. So um, how can we just laugh more and enjoy the day and get to connect with other people? And um, so the activities that we've placed together all do those things. Yep, Carrie, you mentioned before that this is a, a a casual day too. Yes, yes, you don't have to feel like coming in traditional teacher attire. If you want to throw on jeans and a hoodie, yes, throw on jeans and a hoodie. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Me I too. I think it'll be a lovely day. I do yes. too. And they should know that we have spent a lot of time laughing while we planned yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. As a matter of fact, I mean, we break out in song. We, yeah, uh, yeah whatever say, the moment calls for. We, yes, we have found a ton of joy mm-hmm. in the moments in planning. But it, you all have been planning this for a good bit of time. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things we're going to talk about that day is, <clears throat> I am a questioner, 
And uh, I love working with obligers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so we're working with an obliger. <laughs> and it turns out amazing uh-huh. every time. So we are really going to talk about how do we do us? Yes. How do we recognize and see who we are and what how we work best and what value we add to the yeah. conversations? Absolutely. Yeah. What I am I missing? that obliger. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, and, and when you come and when you go, you will recognize yourself and you would probably recognize mm-hmm. others too. Yes. 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 <laughs> that's what teams need. A balance. Absolutely. You know, we work well and we enjoy it. And I think that's really what we're wanting for the day. And if we're having a good time, then the, t- the teachers in the room will have a good time too. So we build it as anyone who is working with youth, youth mm-hmm. in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, how much does it cost? How to register? $75 for the day. That includes your lunch. Um, you can go to the Regional Office of Education website. There is a blue bar that you will find, and one of the tabs there is Sign Up for Professional Development, and you can take care of everything right there. It's Friday, March 3rd, 8.30 to 3. Mm-hmm. Um, at Rich- on Richland's campus. <clears throat> on Richland's campus at the Sequestration Center. Education Center. Mm-hmm. Education Center. And I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so the flyer says, uh, join us for a wonderful day full of learning and laughter centered around teacher wellness. Leave feeling refreshed with a few tools to use in life and in the classroom. Uh-huh. All right. Tell me what we're missing. I think we're we, missing people. I mean, we're not we really missing, but we have room for people. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. it will be something that um, I'll be there, but I'm totally on the fun committee. Mm-hmm. So all <laughs> I do is a lot of giggling and laughing. <laughs> I definitely will... I definitely will eat, yep. Um, yep. but I'm literally hanging out all day. And it um, will be fun. Yeah. This this will be my last event uh, for a while. So, okay. Yeah. Glad um, to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah, I'm feeling know. some kind of way right now. This is, yeah, so it's going to be fun. So I'll post it on uh, the Morris Code. You can register at roe39.org. It is for anyone who is um, is su- surrounded by the youth in our community who we think um, is super important to make sure that we are all whole and well. And so please join us mm-hmm. uh, and come have a good time in your jeans and your hoodie. Yeah. Right. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for hanging yeah, out and uh, spending time and allowing me to barge in and get on y'all nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you are not getting on our nerves. And looking forward to next time. <laughs> if you are just now joining us, you're listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on Now Decatur. We will be right back, and we will have our final candidate for DPS 61 school board interviews, Um, Mark Reynolds. Be right back. There are three words I always hear when someone from our staff is on the phone. We got it. Hi, it's Laurie from Rex Battery, and whenever somebody calls us and asks if we have a certain type of battery, the answer is always, we got it. Even in those very rare instances we don't, we know how to get it. And if we don't know how to get it, we'll build it. That's how committed we are to making sure you have the power you need. From model cars to real cars, from toys to tractors, dog collars to doorbells, riding mowers to remote keys. If it takes a battery, we have it at Rex Battery. Over 75,000 batteries in stock right now. So if you're wondering if we've got a battery, yep, we've got it. They're fresh, fully charged, and ready to go. Keeping Central Illinois fully powered for over 60 years. Rex Battery, 1330 East El Dorado, Decatur. Get 11% off everything at Menards. Protect and maintain your wood surfaces with Minwax stains and finishes. They offer a great variety of easy-to-use products that provide a beautiful, rich color that enhances the natural wood grain. Start with a finish that will last for years to come. Minwax oil-based wood finish is $10.99 per quart after 11% rebate. Good through February 26th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
Shop on Main announces its first ever cash and bag sale. Two days only, Friday, February 24th and Saturday, February 25th. All remaining winter apparel will be 75% off when you pay with cash and bring your own shopping bags for your bargains. That's right. It's a cash only sale on remaining winter apparel at 75% off. We save and you save. Shop on Main at 407 North Main Street in downtown Decatur. Modern looks, old-fashioned pampering. Three people you should be 100% certain about. Your barber, your plumber, and your tax pro. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and you can be 100% certain about your taxes. We'll get you your maximum refund guaranteed and we'll back your return for life. Don't be kind of certain or almost certain. Be 100% certain. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today and get 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Morris Code, and thank you for listening. Um, over the past probably five or six weeks, Jay and I have um, had just some candid conversations with, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> there's something in the throat today, candid conversations with those who are in our community and are running for the Board of Education. What I appreciate is the fact that people are engaged and in the civic process in our community and have a vested interest in our students. And my question to myself was, was how do I lean in to also be more engaged in this particular process? And so in historically and in the past year, we have not um, done any election conversations at all. We do believe in voting and we also believe that we have a responsibility to encourage our community to vote for national elections. We also believe we have a responsibility to encourage our community and educate our community and share information with our community to vote for local elections. But this one is different. And it is different because I have been in education probably since uh, maybe 20, 25 years now. I taught my first college course at 23 right here in our town. And so I often say that I don't do much else. My my task in in while I share this space along this journey is to make sure that I continue to be engaged in whether it's education, whether it's training, whether it's program development. How do um, I effectively support the dissemination of information to change people's lives? That is what I've been called to do. And so we have had conversations with um, Will Wetzel, with Jacob Jenkins, Hannah Wolf. Detrice Weathers, <clears throat> excuse me, and Bill Clevenger. Since that time, we've learned um, from a WAND interview that Detrice Weathers is no longer actively pursuing a board seat. I'm assuming, and I don't know how that works, and I should probably find out that her name will probably still appear on the ballot, but she believes that her talents and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, will be better suited. Um, not on the board, but definitely still active in the community. And so today we have the pleasure of uh, having a conversation with Mr. Mark Reynolds. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for, for the joining invita- me. Invitation. Yeah. So Mark is also a candidate for school board uh, DPS 61 school board election in April. And I think early voting starts on the 23rd, doesn't yeah, it? That's right. So we should all start voting sooner rather than later. So, Mark, thanks for joining. And I want to um, do the first thing that we always do is to have you share just a little bit about yourself, whatever it is you're comfortable with sharing with with the audience. OK, well, thank you. Um, I, my wife and I have been residents of Decatur since 1984. Yeah, uh, we came up from Florida uh, you came from the warm? Yeah, Tampa, actually. To the cold. And uh, it was a career change <laughs> okay. for me. All right. But my wife is from Springfield. Okay. So it really helped get, get us all closer to her family. And um, 
got me out of the restaurant business and into the financial services business. Okay. I, I joined EF Hutton uh, in 84 when we came up here. So we've raised our three children, Michelle, Blake, and Alex, uh, here in Decatur since 84. Michelle, I think, was two when, wow. we, when we came up. And um, I... I originally became interested in this uh, school board and, and Decatur 61 uh, situation. And when I read this article from the Wall Street Journal. Sure. And that article, I it, it just really lambasted Illinois. Yep. And it lambasted Decatur in particular. And I, I, f- I felt an embarrassment for our mm-hmm. our town especially. And uh, so I, I made a decision then, instead of being typically, oh, well, that's that's terrible, you know, and, and yep. life goes on, uh, I decided to sign up to be a substitute teacher in the mm-hmm. school. And I, I felt like I could make some kind of an impression. You know, sometimes you think about just, Impacting one or two lives, yeah. and, and you know what what that can do. Um, and after being involved there for a couple of months, it dawned on me that with this election for the school board coming up, maybe the school board was a better place for me to be, to have more influence and to have a have a better effect on the problems that I that I saw us having. And uh, that's been the impetus behind my deciding to. To run for the school board. So, what does your family think? Your 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 children and and uh, your wife. What do they think about it? The the typical reaction, not just from my family, but close friends. Yeah. Is, you know, uh, are you crazy? <laughs> you know, yeah. Why why do you want to do this? Uh-huh. And, um, years ago, um, my kids were in the LSA. Uh-huh. And I went on the school board and became president of the, of the LSA school board. And so I, I've seen what effect you can have, mm. what influence you can have. on. And um, I, I just think that when, when we see our children not reading at grade level, when we see a, a vast majority of them not being able to read at third grade level, mm-hmm. to me, it's like we're going to lose that, that generation of children, mm-hmm. because if you if you can't read, you're you're lost. Yeah, you're lost. And I think this has been a kind of a situation for quite a while. And you know, I think it's time to get serious about doing something mm-hmm. that can reverse this trend. So, what would be your focus as a board member? Uh, the three R's. Yeah, truthfully. Uh, being able to to get our children to read at grade level. Um, I saw an article just the other day about the Chicago schools and, and, and kids being able to read at grade level. And I, mean, I think they said there was zero mm. in the high school mm-hmm. reading at grade level. And I, I can't imagine going through life not being able to read the newspaper, not being able to, I don't know, read a good book. Yeah, you know, a, a novel or something, and uh, I just, I just think if if I can help in some way to reverse this this trend, uh, I'll feel like I'll I'll have made a difference. So, um, I was looking at, at at Dom. Tell me if we are thinking about the board and the board composition. Your strengths that you would bring to the board in its in in its totality. Well, several years ago there was a there was a group of four candidates that ran together, yeah. and uh, their reputation, from what I've heard, was micromanaging mm-hmm. uh, what what the superintendent did, what the what the administration people at the Kyle Building did, and I don't see the board involved in any way whatsoever in the day-to-day operation of our school system. Mm -hmm. I believe in what is called the Carver model, which is a board governance model that says the board is to hold 
the superintendent responsible for a set parameters of achievement and and uh, job performance mm-hmm. and only the superintendent and the superintendent is responsible for the administration of the Kyle building and the schools and we hold that person accountable for achieving the goals that we have mutually uh, agreed to it's not something driven down yeah. by the board it's mutually acceptable for all parties involved and I, I honestly believe that without teachers board and administration working together we're not going to really accomplish very much and it'll be to the detriment of our kids you're listening to the Morris Cone and we're having a conversation with Mark Reynolds who's a candidate for a school board election on in April voting opens uh, on February 23rd we will be right back with more conversation with Mark the latest news and information is always available at nowdecatur.com. Keep up to date on what's happening in Decatur, Macon County, and Central Illinois in one convenient place. Download the most recent podcasts, get the latest weather information, visit the Sports Hub, and even learn more about the many initiatives from our community partners. You can stream WSOY and our Newhoff Media Decatur family right to your computer, too. Nowdecatur.com, your single source for everything. How far will the left go to win 2024? Will they send out more stimulus checks, pass more student loan bailouts, or give away trillions more to left-wing groups? The simple truth is they don't care if your retirement is eroded down to a fraction of its value. They just want to win. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. I want to encourage you to diversify your 401k or IRA out of paper assets and in to a physical gold IRA. And the only company I recommend for gold IRAs is conservative-owned Birch Gold Group. To learn more, text the word SAFEGUARD to 989898 to get their free info kit on gold IRAs. Do this now before Democrats have a chance to legislate away your life savings. Get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting HEDGE to the number 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. So use your agency. Take action now. Text the word HEDGE to the number 989898. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code, with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. like it, Dom. Welcome back to the Morris Code. I'm in the studio. Yeah. With uh, Mark Reynolds, who's candidate for school board election. And so thank you so much for joining. Um, we are having some conversation about how um, 
not only as a board member, but just in general as an active citizen in our community, how do we support um, our community? And one of the ways you have chosen to do that is to um, run for school board for DPS 61. And you mentioned earlier that you were uh, a substitute in the buildings. Yes. How has that gone? Well, it's it's been very interesting. Um, I see some challenges that the, the teachers have that sure. really, really strike me as eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard the superintendent's comments on that robocall yeah. Friday. And, and I listened to her on Brian Byers this morning, and her understanding of what's going on in the schools is very good. Mm-hmm. She really nailed it as far as uh, being able to, to have discipline, um, trying to balance between the extreme of expulsion versus, uh, you know, suspension. And I... I have found that in some of the schools, I I was a glorified babysitter, Mm -hmm. okay? I didn't get a chance to really impact them whatsoever. And and one of those classes was a first grade class. Most of them have been the junior high level, which I I find (laughs) very challenging. I mean, junior high is is just a, a tough age. And um, it 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 does bother me when you when you see some of the some of the kids' uh, levels of understanding, uh, and I, I I see the challenges that the teachers have. Yeah. Because if you can't get get their attention, if you can't get them to to sit up and take notice of what you're trying to impart. Um, you're you're rowing against the current, and Absolutely. it's really, really discouraging because your job is you want to impart knowledge, and yet you just can't seem to get through. The board member, how how what does that support look like? Whether it's the support for students, right, or support for teachers, or support for Kyle Building, or support for the superintendent as as the leader of the organization. What, from a board member's perspective, what does that look like? Well, I would answer yes to every sure. one of those, okay, mm-hmm. to each each of those sections of, of people. And support meaning that backing up the superintendent with the programs that she thinks will solve the problems that we have and having input Mm -hmm. into what kind of programs we should be instituting in our schools. Obviously, up until now, when you look at the the test scores, things aren't working. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that we're doing is not working, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe that there's a what you would call a silver bullet that's going to solve all of this. Right. But I, I do believe that we can, as a as a board, as, a, as the superintendent and as teachers, can come up with something that we can commonly agree to that will help us to hit, to, to touch these kids and improve their experience in the education. Okay. So we got a big ship, and, and you mentioned – the, the Wall Street Journal article. And so how do we stabilize it? Well, and, and like your analogy of about a big ship, you know, those, those things don't change direction quickly. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's going to be incremental. Yep. But it can't be just Mark Reynolds saying this is what we're going to do. Right. All right? Yes. It can't be somebody else on the board saying this is the way we got to do it or we got to do this. It's got to be uniformity in heading in the same direction. And if that means a course correction, which I I, I, I have to tell you, because of what I've read about our scores, I say a course correction is needed, but I don't know how much of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, that we need a wholesale correction in our uh, 
curriculums. Uh But I do believe that from what I've seen in my substitute teaching time, the kids need help with math. They need help with writing. Mm -hmm. Cursive doesn't seem to be used very often in a lot of the schools. Some of them are using it, some of them aren't. the idea of being able to read. I mean, I think if I, if, if in the next four years, if I'm blessed to be able to be elected, my, I want to be held accountable for where the reading scores are. Okay. In four years. Yeah. And if I haven't improved them dramatically, not incrementally, dramatically, mm-hmm. then I'm going to feel like I let my constituents down. I've left the kids down. So you mentioned the previous board of the the four that was on the previous board. We watch um, uh, folks who have left the the, the board early uh, for a host of reasons, right? And so we 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 have seen and experienced over the course of how many ever years, whether it's four years, eight years, or the last ten years, varying degrees of effectiveness of of the board. What does it look like going forward? Well, my my goal, yeah. truthfully, is that that I can be part of four votes on the board that are thinking along the same lines, have the same agenda, yeah. the, the same kind of thought pattern about where we, what direction we want to go in. That's what it, you know. That's what it takes to get any kind of movement is four votes on the board. I'm I'm not uh, casting any aspersions against past boards. Yep. Other than the fact that I I have I am pledging that I am not going to be involved in the day-to-day operation yeah. of this of the school. Um, if I could continue to substitute teach, I would, but I, I'm pro- that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that I believe. Being able to have an impact is going to be through the board and the administration working together. Yeah. Okay, so what have we missed? What's important to Mark Reynolds in this process and even the board or the or the even in the schools? Well, my relationship with Michelle Carter is uh, non-existent right now. So, you know, I, I'm hoping that I get it if I do get on the board that I can I can introduce myself and and become a a supporter uh, an advocate for her yeah to where you know she knows at least as far as Mark Reynolds is concerned that he's willing to work with her and to help her in any way he can to do to be successful at her job you are listening to the Morris Code, and we're having a candid conversation with Mark Reynolds, who's a school board candidate for DPS 61 in this spring election. Please, please, please vote. I think early voting opens February 23rd. We will be right back. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with the Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. When was the last time someone stopped you on the street and complimented you on your style? Hi, this is George Truckus, co-owner of the Brass Horn, and if you're struggling to come up with an answer to that question, I'm here to help. I believe it's easier than ever to look better than the rest. I founded the Brass Horn in 1990 to help my customers put together a look that will get them noticed. I believe that every moment is an occasion, and the Brass Horn is a store for all occasions. Set the bar higher, let your appearance speak for itself, find your look at the Brass Horn. 
Attention, per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free, as long as the government mandate is in effect. Just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. It's time to think about your tax refund. And Jackson Hewitt wants you to think biggest. As in, we guarantee you'll get your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Who offers that? Come to think of it, nobody. It's one of the biggest guarantees out there and why you can't just file with anybody. For your guaranteed biggest refund, go to Jackson Hewitt today. Your wallet will thank you. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. The following program has been pre-recorded. My story started uh, such a long time ago. Bruised up and scarred. This is the Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Yeah, I think they was afraid of what I could do. I never stopped believing. Uh, I'm gonna see it all the way through. Oh now, don't tell me that I didn't want you. back to the Morse code. I feel like that was for me to win it. I think that sometimes we miss, um, man, thank you for listening. Whether you're listening live or joining the podcast, um, to my husband, I love him. He's not here. He's not in the <laughs> studios with me today. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm missing him a little bit, but when I, when I, when I, when I hear that, that song, like I was born and raised here. And so this is home for me. I left for 26 years and I, um, I came back home for a host of reasons, but the main reason was this is home. What I know for sure is I went to Washington elementary school. I went to Thomas Jefferson for junior high, and then I graduated from Dwight D. Eisenhower. And I have a bachelor's, I have an associate's degree, a bachelor's in math and statistics, a master's and a PhD. And the thing that I know for sure is, is that the opportunities have presented themselves, not only because I was educated, but because I was educated. And while it does not have to look like this traditional academic journey, because people stop traditional academic journey at high school, we do have to have the bandwidth to make sure that our students have the ability to think critically because learning doesn't stop. Mine was traditional. Somebody else's might be on-the-job training. Somebody else's might be in entrepreneurship. Somebody else might be even working in a factory. The idea for education is to make sure that we have a sustainable and a fruitful and amazing life. How do we take care of ourselves? If we've not seen it in any other time, surely we should all be connected to this two-year gap um, because of COVID. Our frontline workers risked it all. Education makes a difference. It makes a huge difference at every single level. It's designed for a thing to do a purpose in our lives. And every now and again, we've got to reimagine what that looks like. Every now and again, we have to think of and be very intentional about who is serving our students and in what capacity. 
And so as we continue to have these conversations with those who are interested in the board, I still implore us to think about the board holistically. Do not vote for the individual, vote for the composition of the board. And that is very, very different. We vote for folks because we like them. We vote for people because we don't like them. We vote for people that we know. We vote for people that, we, that we've that we seen on social media that we may or may not like what they have said somewhere along the way. Think of the thousands of kids whose seven people are really kind of responsible for how their education will shake out in terms of policies, practices, and procedures of the superintendent. Who do you want to see on the board and how do we build a board that will serve our community in the best interest of our community and not the individuals that are on the board? So, Mark, thanks for joining me. (laughs) Thanks thanks for stopping by. Um, What else do you want people to know? What do you want to share because you are a candidate on the board, you've read the 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 article, you've been in the schools as um, even as a substitute. You are a concerned citizen for our community holistically and our kids in particular. What else do you want to share? Well, as you and I talked about a little bit about a big ship and the ability of the ship to you know, make make course corrections. We we all know that. The size of uh, the Decatur School District is huge. Um, And in reality, the more hands on deck that we have in our education system, the better off we're going to be. And by hands on deck, I mean parents and volunteers, uh, retired teachers who are looking to give back a little bit, not that you haven't given. Trust me, I, I know exactly how much you've given. But in reality, we need volunteers in the schools that will read with our students, that will work with them on their math. I mean, I have a good friend that, that volunteers an hour a week down at Hope Academy. Well, multiply that times 100. Mm-hmm. And what impact can we have on, on our children? Uh, I remember years ago when I was involved with Futures Unlimited, I became a, a, a tutor, and, and I would be assigned a, a student that I would work with, and I'd, I'd come down sometimes two times a, a week and spend an hour, hour and a half uh, doing math problems especially. But I, I still see students that I that I worked with or that I got to know through futures and they they really were blessed having somebody come and and just spend time with them and and to help them as far as areas subject areas that they were struggling with and I honestly believe as a community if we if we could get a, a nice segment of our community involved in in Going down to to their kids' schools and and spending time there, grandparents going down to their kids' schools and and just you know offering to to help wherever you can or wherever they ask a need have a need for, we can move this ship in a in a maybe an imperceptible way, but that will really have an impact on our kids, on their futures. I mean, let's let's be real. Someone who can't read at the third grade level, we've lost them. We've lost them. Think of their life, what kind of life they're going to have if they can't read. And so we we can't let this go on any longer. This has got to stop. And it is it's time to get serious about our education of our kids. I think that we're in such a unique space right now because <clears throat> it will take all of us. But it will take on our our individual levels of ability and capacity. If I think about Debbie Bogle and I think about United Way and I think about Alice families and how 
even a kid with uh two, two the 2.2 kids and the mom and the dad and and there may be a struggle financially and that's that's passed on to our kids or if i think about the kid who may or may not have parents at home and is trying to figure it out all of those things come to our school buildings and so we are in such a tenuous place and i think that the superintendent is 100% spot on every time i've heard her she says i can't do it by myself um, I think that as board members, the thing that I appreciate about the conversation is in listening, the, the current board candidates are willing to support the, the one employee that they have. Um, and so as we slowly start to wrap up this segment, Mark, anything else you want to share about your candidacy or uh, your plans or just your thoughts on our community and education in general? Well, I... I... I do believe that um, being able to reach as many people as I as I can with this message about community involvement, community mm-hmm. buy-in, um, I, I really appreciate the ability or the, the appreciate the opportunity to be on this show and and shows like this that that you know we can get the message out. There are people that care about our kids, yep. and we just need to give them a voice and and get them involved. Thank you so much for joining us, Mark. Um, And if you have been listening, you're listening to The Morris Code, and we are on every Wednesday at 5 p.m., WSOI 1340 a.m., 103.3 FM. And if you miss us, check out the podcast on nowdecatur.com. See you next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.